Let's face it, we have had a beautiful run. I'm going to even um, factor in last winter as part of that good run. I mean, it didn't get uh, too snowy last winter. We were spoiled through the summer. Anybody who had a cottage or vacation booked was uh, just, I mean, so, so lucky. And then even at the end of November, we had warm weather. So it's kind of shocking to hear the words Polar vortex being uttered again. I I was reading uh, online yesterday a couple of tweets where they said upper level atmosphere configuration, very similar in scale and magnitude as infamous January 2004 hashtag polar vortex. We decided to get in touch with somebody in the know. His name is Russ Hall. He is the Global News Toronto meteorologist. Russ, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Kelly. It's back. you got to be kidding me. This is true, eh? Polar vortex, well, do know, tell. The interesting thing about the polar vortex is it's not like it, it wasn't there initially. It's always over the poles, that especially at, during, even in, during the summer months, but during the winter months, it intensifies. But sometimes pieces of that polar vortex, and when I talk about pieces of it, cold air from the polar vortex seeps south. So if you think about it, you mentioned the mild conditions in November, even early December was milder than average. Uh, The atmosphere likes balance, right? So while we were basking in warmth here up in Asia, uh, there was Arctic air building. And if you think about it like a a bathtub sloshing, you know, if you think about the air sloshing, that cold air is now starting to slosh over the poles and eventually into the Great Lakes and the GTA. And it's not like it's going to last for the next three months, but there will likely be periods of extremely cold weather around here. I'm hearing frigid air is coming in two waves. That's right. So the first wave is already starting to have its effects felt in Ontario. We're starting to see the uh, lake effect machine start up east of Georgian Bay, which, you know, which is great for skiers and yep. everyone who likes those outdoor activities. And eventually that cold air is going to change the winds as it comes in with a polar cold front and an Arctic cold front. And the GTA, even northern parts of the GTA, northern Durham, northern York, Thursday night into Friday, uh, we'll start seeing some of those lake effect bands. And it's going to be noticeably colder heading into the weekend. All right. Well, what's the second wave? The second wave. Okay, so this is where things aren't as exact. Uh, We look at model data, obviously, and some models are showing another wave of this cold air. And it looks to be more intense than the round we're going to see this week. And we could be talking temperatures in Toronto, for instance, a good 10 to 15 degrees below average, uh, you know, for what they should be in December. And again, when you get this cold air, keep in mind the the lakes are still 6 to 8 degrees right now. When you get the cold air moving over those lakes, it causes lake effect snow and snow squalls, so there's always that risk as well. Not what people want to hear uh, since our hydro bills. You know, we want to keep them as low as possible, and that's a big to- hot topic right now. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely the dangerous part. I mean, when you talk about the you know the, the uplifting or positive part, people like to some people like to see a white Christmas. Good yep. chances of seeing that. Uh, obviously, outdoor winter activities good for that. Last year wasn't so great with the warm winter that you mentioned earlier. But yes, this can be dangerous cold. So uh, homeless people, uh, obviously having you know having to use more money for electricity and for heating. That's obviously one of the negative parts. And you know just walking in you know minus fifteen minus twenty wind chill, uh, you know isn't the funnest of things. 